Let Freedom Trip is a self-help podcast. Flying K is not a doctor. Flying K has zero medicinal or mycology backgrounds. Flying K is just one unique individual surviving on planet Earth. Please use psychedelics responsibly. Let Freedom Trip. The podcast about raising your vibrations, kicking through, stomping on, and smashing in the stigmas of psychedelics. Episode two, trip number two, the toxic male. I was a hundred days off alcohol. It began with hard work trying to meditate, eating right, exercising, and most importantly, mental health. I was a toxic male. My goal was to be a healthy male with no toxicity. The healthy male includes mindfulness, intentional behavior, and an overall healthy life, mind and body. Seeing a psychologist bi-weekly the discussion turned to antidepressants, and he referred me to a psychiatrist. During that Zoom with that psychiatrist, I was open and honest. I was a toxic male, living in a toxic world, and my life was not where I wanted it. My mind was not where I wanted it. So that psychiatrist prescribed me a small little white pill called Kalanpin. And in that bag of white little pills in some small print, it talks about serotonin and all kinds of other gibberish. But here it is in the flying case terms. Take these pills at the same time every day. Over the next several weeks, months, years, your mind will adjust to the regulation of serotonin. We may have to adjust the strength, the dose, the type, but we'll figure it out. And when your mind adjusts to the regulation of serotonin, everything's gonna be okay. Everything's gonna be just fine. That should be a commercial for a big pharmaceutical company. Now, it may not happen in the short term. It may not happen in the long term. But here's what that gibberish and nonsense does not tell you. Once you take these little white pills, which are made in some huge manufacturing warehouse by some billion dollar pharmaceutical company, your serotonin will be regulated. And there is a good chance you will become dependent on antidepressants forever. Forever is a long time. So yeah, I did not take the prescribed antidepressants. Instead, I do what I do best and I talk with people and I nurture myself back to health. I began asking questions. What was a natural alternative to antidepressants? The first answer was always marijuana. And there was a boom taking place. The green rush was happening, but I kept going further. What was something natural that could nurture me something besides marijuana. 
As I dove deeper within my network of trusted people, one constant answer kept coming around. Magic mushrooms. The marijuana movement is booming. Billion dollar business. And the psilocybin fungus movement was the next wave to come crashing down on the barriers of the war on drugs. Psilocybin's a natural fungus that could potentially heal my depressive state of funk. And in 2020, during the pandemic, it was a perfect time to dive back in. So I'm a hundred days off the booze, the longest I've gone since before I even graduated high school. And what do you know? July 4th, 2020, the booziest of booze-filled days in the history of the United States. The pandemic's raging. It's an election year. People are traumatized. And the celebration is going to be off the hook. It's going to be nuts. I haven't done psychedelics for 19 years. I chose July 4th on purpose. I chose it because it was going to be the most difficult day since I quit booze to get through without having a drink. So I've done it. I have procured the magic mushrooms, psilocybin, a.k.a. Golden Teacher Strain. After doing a little research, I found the two main components of a successful trip were set and setting, meaning the mindset that you bring in and the goals and intentions of your journey and the setting where it all unfolds and takes place. The other thing I learned, if you soak the shroomies in some citrus, you can bring out a little more potency for your first few times. For the first trip in 19 years, taking place on a full moon July 4th, 2020, my mindset was the reintroduction of psilocybin to an unhealthy mind. And my setting was my backyard and a nearby park. My plan was the following. Say goodnight to the family. Take the mushrooms. Light the tiki torches. Start the playlist. And I was off. So I start on my walk and I look to the right of me. It's the moon. The moon is following me. It's walking with me. We begin to have a conversation. I say to the moon, what makes you so special? The moon says, I'm the moon. I'm the only moon. I belong to you and everyone else on earth. So I keep walking. I keep walking. I keep walking. I walk all the way to the edge of the park where a brand new hotel just opened up two weeks prior. I tour the lobby. I use the restroom. I discuss current events with the lobby attendant. I exit the hotel with a bottle of water and I sit on the bench right outside. I decide to smoke a cigarette. I'm smoking that cigarette looking around the park. I'm smoking that cigarette and I'm talking with the moon. I'm smoking that cigarette and in the distance, I see some lights. I'm smoking that cigarette and I see a car pull into the park. 
I'm smoking that cigarette. That car is coming towards me. I'm smoking that cigarette. The car stops right in front of me. I'm smoking that cigarette and the door opens up. I'm smoking that cigarette and from within a haze of fluorescent lights, out steps a beautiful young woman. And all of a sudden I got diarrhea thoughts going on in my head. Who is this woman? What is the universe doing to me? Why is this happening? What am I going to do? Should I say something? Should I say nothing? Should I get up and walk away? Is there any way to get out of this? So when I returned home from Arizona as a sober man, my marriage was on the rocks and I was currently separated. The toxic male in me basically destroyed that marriage and plenty of other relationships over the years. I was moving on from those thoughts. One of the things that brought me down and made me a toxic male was my inability to be a good listener, my inability to hold space, my lack of empathy, my lack of emotional understanding. My emotional immaturity was that of a 12-year-old. I was 40 plus years old. It was time to grow the fuck up. It was time to become a better man. And the Uber pulls away, and the beautiful young woman is standing there, and she's visibly upset. She's crying. Now, the toxic male thoughts would be, hmm, can I take advantage of this? Can I conquer this situation? Would that make me feel good? However, the new awakened healthy male is saying, how can I help her? If she's upset, how can I cheer her up? So without hesitation, I blurt out, hey, you want to smoke a cigarette? And she lifts her head and nods, kind of waves me over. So I cross the street, keeping my social distance, and I hand her the lighter and cigarette. She tries to light it. It's not working. So I light the cigarette and back away, keeping my social distance. She begins to tell her story about why she's crying. And she's crying because of alcohol. She's crying because booze made her have an outburst. And now she's full of regret and shame. The story goes she was playing beer pong with her sister and her sister's fiance. After an argument arose, she ended up throwing a beer on her future brother-in-law. I'm holding space for her and I'm being empathetic. And at the end of her story, I say to her, I just quit alcohol 100 days ago. Prior to that, you wouldn't believe the amount of dumb, stupid, irresponsible things I did under the influence of alcohol. Things I've regretted and shamed myself for plenty of times over the years. And yet, I'm still standing here. I still got my head attached to my shoulders. I have a life. I've got a family. I've got kids, a roof over our heads. And I'm here to tell you, it's all gonna be okay. Towards the end of the conversation, the attention turns to me and what I'm doing in the park at 1.30 in the morning on July 5th. 
And the only thing that I could think about was that I was on mushrooms. I'm tripping on mushrooms for the first time in forever. Am I hallucinating this conversation? Is this even taking place? Are you even standing in the park? Are you smoking the cigarette? And so at some point as I'm talking, I just decided to be brutally honest. And I tell her, I know this may sound weird, but I'm currently tripping on mushrooms. She laughs and says, you know what? I've always wanted to try those. I say they're fantastic and you should. We shake hands and go our separate ways. I begin my walk home with a smile on my face and the moon in my back pocket. I return home and the tiki torches are still lit and I settle back into my backyard and I turn back on the playlist and I hung out with the fire and the flames of the tiki torches. I stared at the flames and began to meditate. And as I began to meditate, I had a quick vision. It was a butterfly. And the butterfly was flying through a field of mushrooms. And one of the first steps you need to take in a spiritual journey was connecting to a spirit animal. Something simple that you see all the time within your path and your happy place. I was connecting with the butterfly. And that feeling of flying and the smile it placed upon my face was exactly what I needed. The night ends with me journaling my thoughts and my psilocybin mushroom journey has begun.